those are putting out the steamy vibes. About to hop into this. Waiting for the other guy to get done doing what he's doing over here. It's about that time. We're going to hop right into it. I hope you guys are enjoying your day, evening, mid-afternoon, hangover week. I don't know what's going on, but I'm one of your men, Donnie Thaw, and this handsome fella right next to me. I'm Thirsty Panda. And we're going to lay down some smack for you guys tonight. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, getting straight to it. Yep. How's work been for you? Oh, man. Work. I mean, does anybody really like what they do? Fuck no. That's just how it is. Or That's do they, life. Do they end up just making enough money that they like what they do? I think when people realize <laughs> that it keeps the bills paid and their lights are on when they get home. Right. What are they really complaining yeah. about? And then once you get high enough in the echelon, you're like, oh, I don't have to do as much stuff. And I get paid like three times as much i wish i knew what that was like yeah <laughs> it's it's either you just come home from work and then when you go to work <laughs> you just come home pay bills and then when you're off you're like oh, i can't wait to get off work and then when you're off you're like what the fuck am i gonna do today right you have no idea spending all that time worrying exactly but just a background overview of like what we do well what i yeah. used to do we yeah we're restaurant people. Well, that's going to be our title. Restaurant employees. Restaurant employees. I was a cook for years, and this man here is front of the house, company man 9000. Oh, yeah. But I did start in the back of the house, too. Yeah. That was my first job. Well, technically, my I first job about that. was front of the house. I was a busser. But then the dishwasher quit. So, on my third day, I became back at the house real quick. <laughs> the dishwasher always quits. That's something that every, every restaurant needs to anticipate. And for some reason, they're always alcoholics, too. I don't know why. Alcoholics or drug addicts. If you're a dishwasher out there that's not an alcoholic, please send an email. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy's... With the background this, proof. Yeah, they're, need, they're needing somebody that's, you know... I mean, no one, no one wants to wash dishes anyway, like... That's that's yeah. not a job that you're like you're going to to apply for, and then you're like, this is what I want to do. This yeah. that's a foot in the door, and if you handle it, True. then you can be a cook or whatever the next step yeah. is. And if not, it's they see them dishes piling up. They're like, you know what? I don't need this shit. Peace. Yep. Throw the shit. Go out the door. Guess I don't want employment. And then you're like, oh man, I gotta get another job. That's if they last long enough to maintain unemployment. But once yeah. you quit, you quit. That's on you. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that shit. Yeah. I, I sure as fuck did it. I did that for years, and they were like, you want to be a cook? I was like, I don't even know if I want to do that, but let me tell you. I'd rather be a cook and be the first one out. And Hey, you guys closing tonight? Not me. Peace. See you right. later. <laughs> I know the cooks were always the first one out. They'd be like, oh, my station's clean. No, you got it. And then, you know, when doing dishes, you always had to mop the floor. You had to clean the floor. Yeah, no. That was like... And the... wash everybody's pots, pans, plates. Well, that's what's in the job title. So, I mean, you it's too expected. Front and back, you're like, where the plates, where the pots? I feel well, like a dishwasher's worst enemy is the servers. 
Yeah. Until the end of the night when the cooks come back and yeah, they're and then like the cooks come back there with them big ass pots. And all the like, prep dishes. And they got that stuff that's got the stain nine thousand on there. And you're like oh. all the burnt food that's been sitting there for like twelve hours. Yep. And then they're like, Oh man, well, this is the last dish. And, and that, then it gets all cleaned up yeah. and caught up, and then five minutes later, some random fry cook with flour shit all over the place. Yep. And he's like, dishwasher's like, man, fuck, man, I ain't trying to do this no more. And you know some of that stuff has to get soaked, and you're just like, I ain't got time to wait for it. Oh, dude, what, what we did at any restaurant, uh, if it was like the last bit of dishes coming back, and it was like, like, you couldn't scorch that off with a blast of heat. Yeah, we just let it sit overnight in the in the sink with just some Dawn dish so we just squirt it in there and Damn. just let it bubble up. Like I'm clogging out, I'm done. Yeah. I remember when I worked in the back, I would just put an enormous amount of degreaser on some of that stuff. But that stuff that's like, like at work in the restaurant industry, like the degreaser and like all those cleaning supplies, it's like the best stuff. Sometimes like it's overkill. Yeah. And, like, it'll, like, burn through the gloves and stuff like that. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out where they get these supplies from. Because you go to, like, any store or, like, uh, like a hardware store, you can't find a degreaser worth no. a damn. No. All you got to do. I know. That, that red stuff that came with the dishwasher, that mm. solid red fluid that would burn through those little, like, um... That sanitizer stuff? I don't know. It was the... I think it was red. It was it was degreaser. Cause it was the stuff we were using to clean the hoods, and it would like melt through those little um like plastic gloves that we had. Mm -hmm. Cause you had to use the rubber gloves for that. Yeah, cause like a lot of the times it was like you had to double glove. Yeah, cause it'd get on your skin and it would burn. Because like when when you're trying to like be abrasive with it. I guess that's the word. When you're trying to like scrub the life out of it, yeah, like yeah. it thins it out yep. even more and more. And then you're like, oh shit. Then you start feeling the burn and yeah, you get these you bumps start, all over your fingers. You start feeling that oily like, like stuff coming through your gloves. You're like, oh shit, there's a hole in my glove. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out where the restaurants get all this stuff because like what they use in hotels for housekeeping, those cleaning supplies, I don't. Yep. I don't know what the hell's in it, but see, that I, shit works. I think it's because they're using, like, raw, uncut chemicals because, see, all that stuff has to be cut with water. So I think they're, like, ordering concentrate. Well, one thing I do know is that uh, a lot of stuff, like, especially in the restaurant, or, well, the restaurant, too, but in uh, housekeeping at the hotels, especially yeah. with, like, laundry supplies, a lot of that stuff has to be, like, pH balanced so it doesn't harm your skin. But, oh, like... True. Anything that's like a degreaser or something, yeah, I could see where they just put like something straight out of a factory that's probably, you know, yeah. got plutonium or some shit in there that's like <laughs> burning the fucking grease off the stove. You're like, oh, this is good. Then when you breathe it in, you're like, Ugh, uh. <laughs> like whatever that stuff is that what, what was that mold? It was like a mold mold armor or something that you sprayed on that that mold. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was called, uh, yeah, mold armor. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. stuff we bought at Home Depot. Yep. Trying to breathe with that was like yeah, trying to breathe bleach and ammonia mixed. Rough. But, bro, you saw it. when it touched anything that was like, because remember that the, the bathtub was like black in the crevices. And then when it touched it, it turned back to white. 
it was like the final battle on Lord of the Rings. Just murked everybody on the field, Straight leveled the playing field. But what was crazy too is that there was no residue on the mop either. No. Like, cause remember, cause we were we were mopping all that black mold up, and like, we looked at the mop thinking, you know, like obviously you're mopping black stuff, you think it's gonna be black. It was straight up white. It like killed it. Was, it. it was, the mop was still cl- looked like it was still clean, just like it was wet. Left no trace. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's there. There's always pros and cons to working in a place like that, cause True. uh, you could mm, maybe take some home. I mean, why not? Yep. Everyone takes from their store, especially a restaurant. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't yeah. say from a retail store. That's not something, but, like... Yeah, from a restaurant, though. They everybody, can't count certain things. Yeah, everybody needs, everybody needs cleaning supplies. That's, you know, that, that, I'll take that out of my paycheck. I don't yeah. care. I'm not going to find this stuff at Walmart. That's that uh, quarterly bonus that we don't get in the restaurant industry. We, we take that. For- <laughs> yeah, especially when they want to charge to pay early. want to charge you to, to get a meal that you work all day for. Like, right, I should get exactly. a, at least a fucking snack. Yeah, at least a one free meal, right? Every job, I'm saying. I think the only time was at the Thai restaurant that they didn't care. Yeah, I mean, most I Thai restaurants, eating. they'll feed you, like, one meal. I was, I mean, I was drinking, too. They didn't even care. Yeah. As long as you weren't, like, hammered, they didn't care. Just don't fuck up the tickets. Actually, but you know, like, big corporate jobs? Like, uh, what was that? Um, I don't know, just example, you know, like, huge corporations, obviously, like, billion-dollar corporations. Like, what is that, like? Elon just bought Twitter, right? Yeah. And I saw a thing where they said that they they had a food budget of like I don't remember the exact amount, but it was like a lot. I think it was like more than five hundred dollars a day. Yeah. And I mean, I see that a lot with like customers that come in. They work for these big things, like big insurance companies, like State Farm, Progressive, and they got corporate cards, and they just get to like. And they max that shit out. Yeah, they cash in their meal, and they're coming in, and they're ordering shots. Coming and, in with, yeah. like, six to eight tops, and they're like, yeah, we're going to get some beers, too. Yeah, like, exactly. Free beer and lunch? And that's then that's how you know it's going to the company, because they're always like, oh, I need a copy of the receipt. I'm like, oh, I bet you do. Because they need the itemized receipt, because they got to yeah. send it in. But, yeah, no, a lot, of, a lot of big corporate companies pay for their employees' meals. But it's crazy. We work in a restaurant. They don't want to pay for our meal. Yeah, and we're the ones cooking it. Right. We can't, we got to cook our own meal and pay for it. But I mean, that's I don't why, agree. You know, the biggest thing with like managing a restaurant is like <laughs> managing the product loss. <laughs> well, you got to think, man. Like, yeah. there's, there's losses in the restaurant industry all the time because yeah. there's always people that are not happy with their meal. Oh, yeah. That shit gets compensated. Or mm-hmm. if somebody makes it and it's dying in the window. Which, you know, if no one knows, dead in the window means it's been sitting there and it's crusted up from the heat lamp. Oh, yeah. But that's the stuff that cooks be picking on. Yep. We heat it up in the microwave. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you eat it cold, man. Like, you just take it home. You're like, man, that's free dinner right there. I ain't paying for that. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm not paying for. Screw the employee discount. That's free. They're going to throw it away anyways. Yeah, employee discount? No, I never... Man, come on now. There wasn't no employee discount. There was something all you had to pay, but yep. we we weren't paying. Nope. We were eating that on the line. You guys can't eat on the line? All right, just take it and walk in and just start chewing on it. Like a, like a <laughs> fucking golem in the back with the ring. <sighs> this is mine. Can, oh, can I get some of that? Fuck off. This is mine. <laughs> 
I made it. I let it die in the window just for me. Yeah, it's always fun, but the job I got now. Oh, that's yeah. nice, isn't it? Well, it's nice. Uh, just basically knowing that uh, I don't have to work with anyone else unsupervised. And you don't have to deal with customers. I'm, I wouldn't have a job that I had to deal with customers anyway, but yeah. I don't have to deal with coworkers, my boss, or anything. That's like the best thing. Cause yeah. Like, you know, like, even when you get along with your coworkers and you work in, like, retail or anything else like that, you have to deal with customers. Yeah. So there's always a downside, but that's nice that you don't have to deal. The only downside, though, is the fact that it's overnight. Yeah. That's it. Like, other than that, it's really, it's not bad. It's not, like, intensive, but, like, you, it, it takes, it's tedious. It's tedious as fuck. This is a lot of cleaning, and then you gotta you gotta be careful because you're feeding dogs, and if you switch the food by mistake, you're liable for whatever yeah. happens to these animals. Hurting somebody's fur baby. Yeah, basically, I'm just a dog housekeeper. Yep. That's it. Taking care of puppies and kitty cats. Mm. I'm the watchman. <laughs> Come to me, my child. The night watch. Yeah, no, that's what it is. I'm playing security guard half the time anyway. They don't know that, but. I'd be chilling, I'm turning the TV on, I hear the dogs barking, I'm like, fuck, I gotta go in here. Who's back there? Yeah. I mean, it definitely beats having somebody, you know, I found a hair in my, uh, pad thai. Oh, man, I hate that. Well, you know the cooks are bald. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, it's not mine. It must have been yours. And then you gotta fucking pay for it, whatever bullshit well, they see, ask for. That's a crazy thing, man. That's happened to me a bunch of times. So, the two of our chefs are bald, right? We serve like sushi. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then like, somebody finds a hair in there. I'm just like, if, and it, like, obviously, if it's not black, I'm like, it ain't mine. So whose is it? Right. And they're like, oh, this is disgusting. I'm not paying for this meal, but I want a new one. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of. When when you got people that are trying, like it just feels like they're just trying to bullshit oh, their way through a free yeah. meal. They That's don't pay really for it. all it is. Or like the people that like you know, you keep asking them throughout the whole thing, "How is it? How is it?" You know, keep checking on them. Like, eh, is everything okay? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And then they get they eat half of the meal, right? Or this is the big one, right? Anytime something comes with shrimp, it seems like right because you know. I mean, not every restaurant, but most restaurants, like, shrimp costs a little bit more in the dish, right? They keep telling you it's good. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's all right. You're like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, oh, it's dry and this and that. They'll eat all the shrimp out of the dish. It just come Half plain. the dish. And then they'll be like, you know what? This was, this was disgusting. And I'm like, y'all ate half of it. Yeah, see, it's, uh, I don't know. Because there's and now people... you don't want to pay for it? Bro. I don't see. I don't. I don't get that. So it's like if I Where's did the logic, and then oh, the worst ones are the ones that complain about it, say it's disgusting, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not paying for this," and then they keep trying to talk you into, "Well, can I put this in a to-go box because my dog will eat it since you guys are throwing it away anyways?" I'm like, "You don't want to pay for it, and you want to take it home? Like, yeah. what? What are you smoking?" It's like it's like whenever uh they they complain about like oh well I got the spicy tuna roll and I got this California roll say for example yeah they call and ask you're like okay you got to bring it back 
and yeah. we'll we'll get you squared away. It's yeah. pretty simple. But they're like, oh, we already ate it. Like yeah. you're so, not getting another one. Like no, you're not. If you can't bring it here and yeah. show me that you didn't do anything with it, then it's you not. You see, happen. the thing is, a lot of people don't realize we have to bring it to the back of the house. We have to show the chefs, like, hey, you guys fucked this up. Where can we fix this at, right? And learn where we can prevent these problems. Like, what's wrong with it? Because a lot of times what people don't understand is, like, the reason we do take it back is we're trying to see what's wrong with it, why you didn't like it. So we're all, like, back there, you know, doing an autopsy on this food, basically. Yep. And, like, all right, okay, I see the avocado's brown. Why'd you put this in here? So, you know, we fix those certain things that way they know what made it taste bad but when customers want to be like that oh, i'm gonna take it home or i'm gonna eat it all mm. and not want to pay for it i'm like bro y'all just y'all just want a free meal out here bro you better go apply for some ebt or something you want some of that that's that's how that is though that's that's why the like in the back when you're making the food and they're like, oh, well, this is, this is messed up and all this stuff. And you're like, what's wrong with it? That's the first thing. Like, yeah. what's the problem? Yeah. And they're like, oh, they were complaining because it's, it's too dry. I'm like, well, see, y'all, you know, it's been sitting in the window the whole time, yeah. you know. Dries it out. And they want remakes constantly. And then little do they know I'm getting a free meal. So, yeah, appreciate it. So you guys get this shit in, but I'm over here chilling because that remake's coming last. That is not a first priority for me. I'll sit there and dig in the food they didn't want. I'm like, thanks. But oh, it still tastes good to me. Oh, it's too dry. No, nah, man, just throw some water on it. It'd be all right. Literally. Throw some water on it, put it in the microwave. <laughs> right. Throw some more sauce on it, throw it back in the saucepan. Mm-hmm. Resauté it fresh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. This is something you guys need to think about when you go out and you start complaining about food. Half the time, it's not being made fresh. They're just reheating it again with some more sauce. Sometimes it it happens. Bro, that's that's like every time, like when we have soups, right? And some people are like, oh, soup's not hot enough, right? Mm. I want a new one. Microwave. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I switch. I switch the bowl out, right? So it's a brand new bowl. You're not gonna. You're not gonna feel that heated ass bowl. You, you guys want to save money by not paying for the meal. The restaurant's trying to save money by not wasting materials so you can be oh, cheap. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, bro. Always saving material. We're, we're going to expose the restaurant industry for what it is. I mean, there's a lot of people that work in it. I know, I'm like, what is that? But there's, dude, you know, there is so many people that love to go out to eat every single day. And oh, they yeah. think that, like, it's supposed to be like this. They're doing it by the book. I've Bro. never been in a restaurant where they did it by the book. No, there's, a lot of people are really oblivious, and I think a lot of people really do need to work in customer service. Not just restaurants, but, like, customer service in general. Because some people out here, bro, they just be on that bullshit. Like, really. Especially like, when it's, like, uh, you know, a certain Italian restaurant chain. Yeah. That everyone <laughs> likes to seem as fancy. <laughs> And it's always that one. There's either the one or two. One that has a fucking garden of olives, <laughs> or the or the other one. I'm, now I can't even remember the name of it. But what, Carabas. Yeah, yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Caribbeans. Those restaurants <laughs> are. Called. Those restaurants are terrible. Don't eat there. Don't give them your money. You're wasting your fucking time. Because you go in there and it, uh, on paper it looks nice. 
aesthetically pleasing, but you got to think, man, a chicken Alfredo costing $17, $18. Are you really trying to spend that on some reheated sauce? Go get that hungry man. Chicken Alfredo is almost the same. Comes in. The chicken ain't even fresh. Nothing's made there except the sauces, really. And people are thinking, like, this is the best Italian food they've ever had. Little do they know, it's just some crackhead that, you know, that is struggling to make some money. So he's back there doing lines on the, the work table, and he's putting all the sauces together. See, and maybe that's, like, I've never worked in, like, anything, like, fine dining right or whatever nothing like super expensive but i mean most of the restaurants i have worked in is like you know if you want to go off of it it's got the it's got like the two to three dollar signs on google yeah so you know they ain't the one dollar signs but they're the middle class of the restaurants right yeah and like every dude that comes in there whatever every cook that comes in there is like you know, I've been cooking for about 12, 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all doing the same shit, bro. They're basically doing what the customers do. Like, they're trying to flaunt an ego to make it seem like they, yeah. don't, they don't need expertise or criticism or anything like that. They all like think that. they're Gordon Ramsay, bro. Yeah, and what's funny is, is like, every you got to think, like, most of these restaurants, like the one, at, like Cobalt, that one yeah. I used to work at in uh, Orange Beach, Alabama, that was probably the nicest restaurant I worked at because it's a five-star restaurant. Right. And they make everything from scratch. They have chefs, sous chefs. You go to, like, Olive Garden or Carrabba's, and they have a team leader, and they wear chef coats, and they just reheat frozen food. That's really all it is. And Pretty much. You would think the restaurant, uh, it, if you sat down and didn't know any better, yeah, it looks nice. You got your yeah. bottles of wine. You got pasta and, like, chicken parm and all this crap. But you don't know what that kitchen looks like. Those kitchens are fucking filthy. And then... Oh, yeah. I would go ahead. I don't... We could look up the statistics, but I'll I'll be honest. um, A majority of restaurant workers are ex-convicts or drug addicts, thieves, people that have, like, five kids and there's, like, a single parent, like... they, They all have something wrong with their background. And I'm not hating on it, you know? Those people yeah. need jobs, too. But when you see that kind of worker, mm-hmm. just realize that those are those are the only kind of jobs people like those can get. Yeah. Without experience, sometimes you don't need experience to work in the back of the house or front of the house. Restaurants like the perfect first job opportunity for anybody. Pretty much. Like- if you have a bad background or you need a second job, doesn't matter. If you can tell yeah, them that you you're going to be there. Yep you know they'll hire you and that's the thing a lot of people don't realize is those people have certain attitudes about their job they don't care how that food comes out they're not the ones eating it just be wary of where you spend your money to go eat yeah because we've been in the restaurant industry for probably like me 10 years that was like my length of time in the restaurant industry well yeah i think i've been in there like pretty long too yeah, like right after, even during high school. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like when you were 17, 18. Yeah. So, yeah, probably 10 years also. No, over 10 years. Over Well, yeah, you've been in longer than me because yeah. I was going like construction and stuff like that. Yeah, because I've been at this one for six years already. And I did. Damn, you've been down here that long. I did the uh, other Thai restaurant for what? 
a year, that's seven, and then the other places were four years. Mm. Yeah. It just seems like, like, when you've been doing it for that long. Yeah, so it's about 11 years, like 10, 11 years. That's, that's still, Crazy. like, you know, we're only 29, so, like, no. that's that's still a long time, even for us. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to 10 years, you know, down the road be like, yeah, I've been doing it for 20 years. Like, I don't no. Like, you, you want to do something different. Yeah. Everyone wants to do something different. I don't like the whole mundane feel of doing a routine. Like, routines show discipline in certain aspects, but when yeah. you're doing the same exact thing, the same style of everything you're doing, like, every single day, it's tiring. Even yeah. if it doesn't cost that much energy, it's mentally tiring. So, like, for us, it feels like we're kind of stuck in that rut like, yeah. oh, I want to go do this, this, and that, but I've been doing this for so long, like, I'm just more comfortable, and really, that's all it is, is a comfort zone. I think for me, it was just the, the, the biggest part with me that recently got stuck was just the money that, that's in it, because, like, when you get into that position at the front of the house, it, it, it does get hard to, like, go and start somewhere else, mm. you know, especially, like, I don't have a college education, but I mean, technically I do, but I didn't finish it. Well, you got to think too. There's people, there are tons of people that spend hundreds and thousands on college. They graduate and go to prestigious schools and then their jobs are like bartenders. Yeah. And if they want to go in the medical field, like the most they do is like nursing. Yeah. Well, see that, that's, what's crazy is that, um, whatchamacallit, one of my friends, her sister just got her has been out of college for a couple of years, right? And she got out of college and she became a nurse. She's an RN. Right? Uh-huh. Well, she ended up having a kid. Dad dipped out. So now she's like a single mom. So now she can, because of like the whole nursing schedule, it's kind of hard for her to be a full time parent and a nurse because she was a travel nurse. Mm-hmm. Right? So now. She's a manager of a restaurant. Actually, that one that we, we went to for my birthday. She's one of them. See, Crazy, you're, right? You're, but no, she's still I'm, a part-time I'm, nurse. I'm still trying to remember the restaurant we went to. Cause, uh, dude, well, that the, was only like a week ago, and I, yeah. I, I'm like mind-blown. I can't even remember it. The one with the Chinese cookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That was an awesome restaurant. Yeah, yeah I Club found out, vibes all over the place. I found out her sister, so the, the, the manager we met when we were there that night, is the secondary manager. Her sister is the main manager. Because that chain, or, well, that restaurant, they have a few restaurants. Yeah. And That's she insane. makes more money managing those three restaurants for the owners than she does, <laughs> than she did as being a travel nurse. Crazy, right? Yeah, well, most, uh, like, a lot of the times, like, you could be in certain fields. You, you can be in certain fields and, like, like I don't know from experience because, obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not educated to that extent. I've never even wanted to be in medical or anything like that. But you got those fields, like, medical field, but there's so many different, like, categories of jobs in the medical field like dentistry i guess that that's technically a medical position a dentist that that's what's kind of funny is like a lot of the people i worked with well 
I would say most of the girls that I've worked with in my history of working in the restaurant mm. all went to be dental assistants. It's actually uh, a lot of people I've been talking to recently that are like, oh, I'm trying to go do this to be a dental assistant. Yeah. And it's like they're all females. And it seems like it's just an easy job for like, yeah, you I'm... know, someone that studied any like type of medical yeah. and they're like well this seems easy i can do this well from what i know you have to go to school for like eight months right and the school's like not as expensive as college i think it costs like a few grand or something like that because mm. all the girls that i work with are like saying like it's eight months they do this and that and then they're out like as soon as they're done with that school they get jobs lined up and they're like making like 20 something dollars an hour right off the rip yeah so yeah, I mean, I don't know what everything entitles in those jobs, but I know it's like, that's what they go after. I mean, it's like that with, uh, with I think, any, any category of career that you pick, unless it's the military, because, yeah. like, say, you join the Air Force, uh, it's like, oh, I'm in the military, or someone, you talk to someone, they're like, oh, you're in the military, what do you do? Yeah. And I'm like, there's different categories, but, like, depending on your rank, you're still going to get paid the same. As, like, the same rank. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you, you have your base your but, base pay, and then you have your MOS pay and all that stuff. And depending, if you're married or not, you get that yeah. uh, BAH. Yeah, you get your off-base housing pay. And... I think it's called BAH, right? I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. not in the military. That's for the uh, the next guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask him some questions when yeah. we bring him on. We'll have our guest star in the later episodes or... But, uh, yeah, like, in the restaurant industry. Well, what do you do in the restaurant industry? Yeah. You either cook, wash dishes, you're a baker, or, yeah. you know, manager, server. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, it just depends. But, I mean, you can go to culinary school. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people that go to culinary school don't want to work in a fucking restaurant. I've noticed that, because when I went to high school, we had a culinary arts program. Mm -hmm. And there was quite a few of my friends that went to that, and none of them worked in restaurants now. Yeah, like, I think it was just something that a lot of people would like to know how to do. It was like, oh, I want to learn how to cook. It's like when you go to art school, most people, I, I don't know, it's, it's different. I think when you, when you have stuff that involves, like, an art, yeah, you know, it's, it's more... I don't know, like, you can follow, uh, I guess people would like to follow their passions when it comes to art, because you can express yourself that way, and I guess you you can kind of express yourself in a way, like, if you're a chef, like yeah. an actual chef, like, look at Gordon Ramsay, that yeah. man went to, like, two or three different schools, I think, I don't know, but I also know that he worked in restaurants his entire life, got treated like dog shit. You know? But he has a lot of passion in all the stuff he does. That's why he gets so fucking mad. Yeah. He's just like, you know, he treats food like an art. So but when that, you're following a passion, I feel like it's easier. That's the way it is in every restaurant, though. For some reason, every head chef has, like, the fattest ego. They think they're better than everybody. From every place I've worked at, they all, they all, I ain't seen a head chef yet that is, like, respectful. Well... What what I would have to say is like from from me being having to work under stuff like that a lot, I think that's like with any high form of like supervision, 
like if you have that title where you're the guy that you have to lead yeah it's like a way to weed out people that like suck yeah that are like weak in the kitchen you know because true they want you to perform well under pressure true and i mean that's what you need and it's like and especially in a busy restaurant it's high stakes like no pun intended but (laughs) but like it's it's you know like they they want you to like leave that shit at the door when you come to work yeah and when you can do it you know they'll still give you shit they're not gonna stop they just know you can handle this they might even do it more yeah i mean that's the thing that you hear when you go into any restaurant is like you know like people that work there you do have to have thick skin you have to yeah you can't be a can't be a sunflower working in the back of the house no you cannot and that's i don't even want to get on this subject but it's just like i hard like i hardly ever see women in the back of the house really yeah like in corporate restaurants even some family-owned ones, but like it's different at like you know Asian restaurants a- because yeah. Asian women they be cooking, they be yeah. chefing that yeah, up. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they be trying to throw hands too. Yeah, they're they're, they're a different breed. <laughs> they just give themselves the chef title. They're like, I'm that chef. You learn from me. Yeah, and they always got that shit too. Where they're like, you know how many kids I got at home. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like you know, you know how many yeah. years I've been cooking. Yeah, longer than you've yeah, been able exactly. to have a train of thought. <laughs> Damn, bro, Asian women, they'd be like, oh man. Like the Asian cooks, bro, they'd be the most brutal. It's because, like, some of our bus boys that we have now, we got some, you know, we got some thick boys in the front. And, man. like, bro, them Asian cooks, bro, they'd be like, they'd be like, hey, fat boy, you need to come pick up the dishes. <laughs> yeah, they'll throw, they'll throw yeah. anything out there. They bro, don't they'd care. They'd be throwing shade at them. There's no shame. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, yeah, it's funny as hell, because they be like, I'm not going back there, man. She was fucking mean to me. Like, I'm like... Man, that's how it was when I worked at that first Thai restaurant. It was like... To be able to be a white person working in a Thai restaurant was... Oh, yeah. I was, you know, like... I felt out of place. Nobody was speaking English, and when I tried to speak English, they ignored me, and I was like, well, this sucks. Yeah. But then when you fuck up, they want to yell at you in English. Yeah. You're like... Oh, so so you speak English now, huh? Yeah. Uh, I see. I see what's going on. They want to cheap you out, whatever. Yeah. But that's where I learned to cook Thai food. I'm glad I worked there for that seven dollars an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no tip. No tip share. That shit was whack. Yeah, I don't know. Worked at I the think same place. I would definitely, I would definitely work there again. Really? Under different terms, though. Oh, okay. Like, honestly, that the way that was set up made it like it was easy to work oh, yeah, with a different culture's so food the yeah. way they had it set up because the recipes weren't bad. It wasn't bad food or anything. It was just that's that's one thing I'd say they Americanized was, Thai food, but they made the recipes very easy to understand because it was just like, OK, you have these sauces here. And if it's a stir fry that goes in that and then you got your certain amount of vegetables right here that you need to go to actually they they had a really good setup i'm not gonna lie i mean for every stir fried dish whether it be noodles or yeah. fried rice the assembly was the same yeah egg oil but they they had it the most simplest veggies. i've ever seen anywhere though they yeah. made it like idiot proof they made it like fast food style mm-hmm. setup to where that you know 
You're going to cook a four top within seven minutes. Yeah, literally. Oh, it's so fresh and so, and so it tasty. Tastes, it actually tastes really good, too, which is what's crazy. Because where I'm at now, bro, they be doing all this extra shit. I'm just like, I'll just make it a difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of they, it's like, yeah. Places want to make everything more difficult than it has to be. Yeah. And when you have like a different way of doing something, I as mean, long as it's efficient, that's yeah. the only thing oh, that they matters. They were super efficient because look, man, like they only needed two sets. They had one wok burner, which killed half the dishes on the menu. And yeah. then you had that multi burner, which killed the soups and the curries. Yep. So it's like, bro, that they made that like idiot proof. Dude, I made everything in that wok. That's what I mean. I put the pho in there. Yeah. I put the curry. I even heat up dumplings in the pan. I wouldn't because they wanted to throw it in the microwave. I was like, yeah. no, they're going to dry out that way. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like I had a more efficient way to make it taste better. And they were yeah. like, no. What I say goes. That's yeah. how egotistical those Asian women are. Yep. And, uh, in the restaurants, because they know their stuff. They're like, this is my house. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But that could be anyone that owns their own business, too. True. So, yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is by word. Mm hmm. I mean, luckily for you, I mean, you're Thai anyway. So yeah. that was a foot in the door for me. I was like, oh, I'm about to come the first white man, <laughs> Thai chef on the planet. Yeah, exactly. But growing up, realizing that, you know, like, Asian cuisine is like really well known, especially on that side, like over by Europe and stuff. Yeah, white people be cooking it up. Yeah, sometimes better. Yeah, from what I heard, it's become like super mainstream now. I mean, all those dishes. I don't want to throw it out there and say white people, people of non-Asian descent. That just sounds, you know. But at the same time, like when you when you go to a restaurant that serves Asian food and you see someone that's not Asian cooking it, you're thinking to yourself, how authentic is this food? Yeah. It's, it almost seems fucked up, but then you're like, you know, if you go to a Mexican place and you see some, like, you know, some dude with a MAGA hat on cooking, that food ain't going to taste good. I'm like, yo, bro, like, huh? yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating that. I'm go I'll go to Denny's before I do that. My first love for Mexican food came from Taco Bell. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I, yeah. But... Those microwave burritos you get from Walmart. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. They're terrible for you, but, man. 7-Eleven, though, the individually wrapped burritos. I've never eaten 7-Eleven's food. Ooh. The so, only reason I had it was because you know, my one friend owned a 7-Eleven. And he was always throwing house parties, and he had a freezer full of them. I was like, damn. Oh, that's, I mean, I would eat them at the end, yeah. you know, like, because it's like sometimes, like, I get so worried about eating from gas stations because. Yeah. This shit just sits there. You think yeah. the restaurant industry doesn't care. Gas station people definitely don't give Them a rollers? fuck yeah. how long those have been sitting there. I know. That's why when, man, my one homeboy, oh, man, Lou, you know. Hmm. Go ahead. Give him a little shout out. Yeah, if you listen to this, bro, you know you guilty as fuck eating them <laughs> them taquitos off of that roller. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely have to start bringing uh, we'll we'll bring bring all these people yeah. that we we mentioned, so at least they get a at background least, yeah. idea of who we're talking about. At least one day, y'all just keep listening. You know, you'll, you'll hear all these different 
you, stories. You'll hear some some stuff. Yeah, we got some serious characters in our life. Yeah, we we seem pretty boring, but that's because we're sober right now. Yeah. Well, we only drink though. We don't do that hard stuff. We're not really we're not party animals. We just like to yeah. cut loose. Yep. Experience life. And it also helps that we're roommates too. So yep. and we've been friends for like eleven years almost. Dang. It's been that long. That's what I was saying to your dad yesterday. I was like, Man, I've actually known wow. this man that long that is crazy yeah it's hard to think about because it's like man what do um, they say if it if it doesn't break up like after seven or eight years or something like that it's like gonna last forever i don't know i mean i don't know all all that it sounds like some astrology bullshit but at the I same know, I've time seen it like a bunch of times and like tons of people have quoted it i think when you know somebody for that long you you know them yeah, you've been through some shit with each other. Look at me and Jeremy. You know how yeah. long we've known each other? Oh, yeah. 21 Way years. Long. Yeah, damn. We've known each other since we were eight. Damn. Yeah. We were in second grade together, and we still talk. He, That's crazy. He, he's actually over here, like, texting me, like, every hour. He's like, come on, man. When am I going to get on the podcast? <laughs> he's definitely going to have to make an appearance. Yeah. He is a wild card. That's what's funny is because I knew him before I knew you. That's because, dude, Pensacola, Florida is a small, small oh, town. It might be big ge- geographically, like as far as scaling goes, but yep. man, everybody knows everybody there. Had I mean, and half of those people still live down there. Yeah, people that I went to elementary school with still live there. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, but it took me forever to finally leave and stay gone. You know, that's like really off topic right now, but that was one thing that i've always heard about pensacola is like i don't know maybe there's it's like that for other hometowns but a lot of people say like when you leave you can't come back because if you come back you're stuck there well this is actually very interesting that you did bring this up because all right me being i have my native american ancestry on the line for this yeah it's a native american thing isn't it i heard that somewhere from my understanding what it was told to me was it's the curse of Geronimo because mm. when Geronimo was captured and he was tortured and put on display as a sideshow at Fort Pickens, I think it was really, and they, they had like kids and people paying like 25 cents to go see him. They were throwing stuff at him, treating him like, you know, like yeah. a caged animal. And, uh, well, eventually, what was he? Uh, the Indian? yeah, he was, he was a native person, but, um, is there something special uh, about him that they I think like he was paying the scene or something? I don't know if he was Cherokee or not. Uh, I don't remember, but it, it's because he was captured. Really? I, w- I would actually have to. I'm going to pull up a little thing about it because okay. I really want to. Uh, That's pretty interesting because, like, I mean, there's got to be something interesting about him that they're paying to see him unless they're just like, oh, check this out. I don't be seeing a Native American. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, the whole thing was. Uh, he got captured and he was tortured or whatever. Like, I wouldn't say like tortured, probably. I mean, look, look what happened to the native community. Oh yeah. They got obliterated. Yeah. And that's, that's part of my ancestry. And like, you know, I'm only half, but I still get looked at like a white guy, but it is what it is. It's I still, I still, I still me. feel it. Yeah. I, I get, uh, I get my spirit sometimes. Thanks to my mom. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Man, this doesn't say anything. It's not really. But I'll just do an overview. Well, we, we can get into that another time. But Yeah, we'll get the, some more detailed facts on it. The whole thing is, is uh, he cursed the land really? for the people that live there. Wow. So they couldn't leave. So people that were born there, yeah. that live there, yeah. they have a hard time feeling. But when they do end up leaving, yeah. they get so homesick, they just come right back. Oh. So it was cursed to where the people that lived there that tortured him, because that's where he died, he cursed the land so that people would be stuck there to suffer. So, I mean, it kind of... You can, there's, you could feel the invisible veil of darkness yeah. that lingers over that, that town. Yeah. And, no. uh, man. Cause being on that subject on jobs and, and <laughs> being on jobs and this whole native American thing right now, right. Is like one of my jobs that I had was I used to work when I took a break from the restaurants, yeah. I was trying to focus on myself, kind of go back to school a little bit. Yeah was, remember, I was working on a golf course mm-hmm. on the base, the naval base, NAS. And, like, bro, <laughs> my job was to cut. I was a greenskeeper on a golf course. So my job was to, like, cut the, uh, the greens, the yeah. actual, you know, the holes. Not the tees, the, the green. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, we were doing that at 5 a.m. in the morning. And did you know that whole golf course was built on like indian burial grounds i mean they have a little like thing that shows where they got like you know people to come in and move remains and things like that yeah yeah well you gotta you gotta think too though that whole area yeah is a dude this whole country is a burial ground for those people true true because uh like like the whole the whole thing was is like you know pensacola was america's very first settlement right was it yeah it was in like 15 something i know it was one of the very first towns in florida yeah it was it was america's first settlement of people ever in in oh wow in the united states history but because they kept getting blown away by hurricanes yeah they had to relocate and they ended up i think it was saint augustine was like the oldest city in the United States or something like that. Because it was the first two oldest, right? Was Pensacola. There's another one in Florida. Um, I want to say it was like Jacksonville, maybe? I think, but I know it's it's Florida, obviously. Yeah. Like, who, like the, the, all right, so... The first colony in Jamestown, Virginia. Oh, okay. But the first actual settlement of people that, you know, got here and stayed here, but, you know, they, you know, they all died. Yeah. At least that's to my understanding. See, the thing you'll find out on this show is, is half the time we're just spitballing because we, yeah. we don't, we don't pay attention, but we're trying to, because yeah. we're trying to get some facts for you guys. We hear the big, li- we hear the topic, but we don't pay attention to all the details. We're going to have to start so, doing that yeah. though. Because we're trying to give you facts so you guys don't have to uh, look them up. Yeah, don't take all this stuff and go argue with your coworkers saying you're right. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that's be going to be going on here isn't something you want to. Yeah. You, you don't you don't want to repeat the stuff we yeah. say. We'll get you in trouble. Yeah. 
we'll say some stuff you should say to your boss or your your wife or girlfriend. It'll get you Maybe smacked. You find it interesting. You know, do your due diligence before you start arguing with somebody. That, that way you can always be right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not that simple in a relationship. Yeah. Men but, can't be right biologically. But yeah, back to that. When I was mowing the greens on that, bro. That stuff was mad creepy every morning because there would be like coyotes and stuff out there, foxes, and they would just come out and stare at you. I would not want to deal with that. Bro, it was weird. And there'd be these big hawks, bro. We had like these things called barn eagles. You ever seen them? I've seen them. There's some here, even. They're massive. They're huge. And like, yeah. And they're staring at you in the middle of the night, and you're like, oh, man. And you constantly have that feeling where you're just like, something is piercing through your soul the whole time you're mowing that grass. And it's, it's dark as hell. And you got them two busted-ass halogen lights on that mower. Have you seen, like, it's like, like all those big birds, especially the ones at night. Like, yeah. have you ever, like, been outside and heard that creepy yeah. coo of an owl? Yeah. And you've seen it, like, twist its head, twist it yeah. around, like, the exorcist, and it's just oh, glaring I've at you. I've never seen that, actually. Dude, no. It's like those turkey vultures. There's tons yeah. of them down here in uh, St. Petersburg. Actually, so being real, I've never seen a wild owl. But, you know, supposedly there is, like, a, a, like a little, like, how would you call it? Like, an urban legend or something, like a creepy legend. Where it's like, if you see an owl or something like that, it's like not a good sign. Well, like it's like that in Native American culture too. Like uh, the owl is supposed to be the first sign of death. Oh, really? That's yeah. Good thing I don't see them. So, so like, uh, <laughs> it it could be interpreted how you want, but yeah. like that's that's what a lot of tribes, urban legends are. I guess you would call them. But yeah. like, uh, owls are supposed to be the messenger of death. Really? Yeah. Which I always thought was kind of weird because, like, anytime you see, like, stuff in demonic movies, like, it's always birds and shit hitting the fucking window. Yeah. Like, why is it always birds? I never yep. understood that. Like, when you see pigeons fly yeah, through the yeah, window, yeah. you're like, somebody's about to get possessed. Yeah, because what was, like, that one, like, uh, yeah, that was, like, a, it was, like, an exorcist-type movie. It wasn't the exorcist, but you know what I'm saying? It was, like, a possession-type movie, and, like, all those pigeons were, like, hitting the window. And, like, Dude, it, it's, it's been like that and. Like, all of them. Like, yeah. any of the Conjuring movies. Uh, all the Conjuring movies, they always hit the fucking window. Yeah, like, I, in the Annabelle movies, like, there yep. was some where the, the pigeons went yeah. flying. It's pigeons, crows, and owls. And they're just smacking one. Like, I want to see, like, a woodpecker fly through the window. <laughs> like, it, it shoots, like, a dart through the window, and it gets stuck in the fucking wall. It's yeah. just sitting there, <laughs> doing all this bullshit. <laughs> Just make it funny, like yeah. you're, you're, it's scary because you think like crow, a murderer yeah. of crows. Yeah, that just seems eerie. But like, if you look at crows, they're they don't care. They're not fucking with anybody. No, they're just trying to kamikaze down through the window. I just I don't get it, man. Steal shiny I, stuff. You know, you know, this is something we we need to we need to figure out all this stuff with yeah. uh, that whole like why birds kill themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a death omen or something like that or some kind of was that like a biblical thing? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't <laughs> oh, know. There's crazy. gotta be some reason behind it though. Yeah. Well, obviously it happens. Creepy reason. 
I don't know if it happens in real life, but if I see birds dive down in someone's window, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm moving out Especially of that complex. this window. Any of our windows, you better let me know, bro. Dude, I'm, I'm hauling ass. I'm out. I'm taking my computer. Yep. My game system with me, and I'm just dipping. I'm going to a leasing office. I'm like, bro, y'all got another apartment? <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. There's uh, there's zombie crows. I'm pretty sure somewhere in the fine print, I can break the lease right now. <laughs> there's probably something in the fine print, like, oh, we're actually built on top of Indian burial grounds. Oh, great. So once you sign the lease, you actually signed over your soul. Oh fuck. Yeah. Someone. Someone. <laughs> yeah you don't this is why a lot of people they never read they don't read terms and conditions they're like no, you want to break the lease see how long that stuff is bro yeah yeah I know. you need a lawyer present for all this shit you need Ooh. to hire a lawyer just to go get a place to live so the they can read the shit the first time i did that you know because your parents always say how are you gonna read everything because you don't want to sign in i read all that crap bro and i was like wow I mean, look at, like, when you get a new app on your phone. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you get a new subscription, yeah. like, it Terms says... Terms and conditions. Click, uh, click accept and okay. Yeah. Some and of them just have the option to click accept. And, yeah. like, you, you can't even read it. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. It's like, I mean, when you go in and read some of that, so the first apartment that we actually stayed in, not me and you, but, you know, me and somebody else. Uh, I was reading all this stuff. The apartment was built in like 1960 something. And they were, or no. Yeah, it was like 1950 or 1960, right? And like a lot of the fine print said, like, yeah, there's still lead pipes in this building. Da 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 da. We're not responsible for any of that. Like, oh yeah, there's asbestos yeah. tile. Sorry about that. Yeah, literally stuff like that. And it says they're not responsible for any like health issues or anything that may come about with that because you reading this says that you know about it now and you chose to live here taking that risk my last apartment in pensacola uh had that it was a very small portion that there was like yeah. only so many so i was like yeah i'll read this mm -hmm. it was like a page and a half long and uh one of them said that there's a lot of like there's asbestos still on the floors and like a lot of stuff, like asbestos is known to cause cancer, and they yeah. were like, "Sign here." And I was just like, "Yeah, I need a place to stay." Bip, sign. Yeah. I'm living here. Plus the rent you was paying, damn. Yeah, that was cheap. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, that's unheard of, bro. That's a gold mine. I want to know what happened. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Why is rent so expensive in Florida now? Because nah, everybody's moving here. Literally. Look, I know you people in New York are tired of New York. Yeah, but I just want to ask why? Why here? Yeah. So far, you guys got it. It's it's nicer up there in certain aspects. I mean, you got snow and shit. Yeah. You know, you guys have seasons. People from New York aren't two faced. You could talk shit on the street and then walk by like nothing happened. You come yeah. down here, you got nothing but old people, crackheads, and alligators. But it's not just New York though. Cause look at our parking lot, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts. It's crazy. Like. I'm not but trying that, to make it seem like we have to be separated, but it's just like, man, this happened in two years. Two years, yeah. <clears throat> and the massiveness came last year. Everybody's just like, boom. It's a huge turnaround. Like, a lot of people, like, I guess whenever we got older, 
it was like more under because like when I was growing up, I'm sure you heard it too. Like, oh, Florida's where they go before having the old folks. Oh yeah, yeah, where the retirement yeah. state. Yeah, yeah. It says apparently Sarasota is like the biggest, busiest fucking part of the state with retirement. Oh really? Yeah, no. I was trying to say big and busiest. Since y'all, yeah. I might might have just made a new word. Biggest. <laughs> biggest. It's the biggest place. <laughs> Yeah, apparently they got a huge retirement community oh, in Sarasota. Man. I've never been there. I'm not driving across that fucking bridge. I'm oh, we good. gotta go sometime. You can drive, and I'll just look yeah. at the floor the whole time. I hate them big ass bridges. Yeah. Honestly, like it sounds stupid. I'd probably rather get on an airplane than get on that bridge. Damn, really? Yeah. It's kind of cool though, cause you see like everything. It's like you're looking down on Earth when you get to the top. I don't, it's, it has nothing to do with heights either. It's just yeah. That it's just like you know that dream you were explaining to me where I was driving the car on that narrow ass road. Yeah. It's it feels like that to yeah. me because it's I like know. there's nothing holding you there except a guardrail yeah. that's four feet tall. Yep. And then any drunk asshole could just be like, Ugh! well, actually. So what I heard now is that bridge they put big fences on each side now because a lot of people have committed suicide on that bridge. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. Like it happens a lot recently, apparently. I mean, it's pretty tall. Like how how tall is that bridge anyway? Skyway Bridge, pretty tall. Cause uh, it's like how that is in like what the Golden Gate Bridge. That that was like a big big thing that they were doing, but like that was like a guaranteed death. Oh really? But some people have survived. Damn, that's that's insane. But I don't know, man. Bridges, you guys are getting... Uh, I don't like bridges. I don't know why. That's just crazy, like, wanting to jump to your death. I guess, you know, some people are just like, well, I'm only going to be scared for two seconds. I don't know, man. Two more seconds isn't going to hurt. The only one... You'll never know, man. That's water, bro. I don't think that's a guaranteed death. Not always, depending on how high it is, too. Yeah. I that's mean, they, really... do, they do also say, like, yeah, when you hit water, hitting it, the... yeah, it feels like, like cement. Like, it's like hitting concrete. Apparently. Yeah. You got to think, dude. It's like when you throw a fucking rock into the water. Yeah. If you throw it hard enough, like, it makes a bigger splash. Yeah. But at the same time, it, I think, because it just, it goes through slower because the impact, like, it has more stopping force. Yeah. Look, I'm trying to sound smart, so, you know, like I said, I talk out of my ass. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. But I'm, if I never knew anything about physics, which I don't, yeah. I, only lo- I only know how microwaves work. That's it. I could give you a detailed description on how a microwave works, but that's about it. Like, you throw it fast enough, and there's, it slows it down. It's like when you drive into a fucking car or a, a brick wall in a car. Like, yeah. If you did this. It's nothing, but I don't know, man. That's that's a fucking shitty way to die. Holy shit! What? Jumping off of a bridge? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think doing like any way to die sucks. <laughs> Blink your eyes and you're like in in limbo somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like when when uh, Neo was in that big white space in the Matrix. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, is that what it is? You're just stuck there for, like, like, eternity. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Been sent to oblivion. I'm trying to find how tall this big-ass bridge is. The Skyway? 
over the Golden Gate. 430 feet high. Is that pretty high? How big do you, how tall do you think the apartment building is? I don't know. I mean, from here to the third floor, it's probably like 60 feet. No. Yeah. Wow. 430 feet. Really? So the, that, that's the Skyway Bridge is 430 feet? Yeah, um, and I think that's from the water to where the bridge starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the clearance below is 180. Damn. Wow, so yeah, and I mean, the Golden Gate Bridge is only... 746 feet tall. So it's almost as tall. Only? Only 700 feet? Yeah. Hell no. 20 feet's too high for a bridge. That's why I don't mind going over that Tampa Bay Bridge right there. Feels yeah. like it's like 16 feet over the ground. Yeah, that one is that one is pretty fucking long. That one's long as shit, though. Yeah. Fucking well, at least the good part is you can smash over that bridge. Oh, yeah, you can go like 90 if you wanted to. Yeah, because it's depending like huge, on traffic, like fucking four or five lanes wide. I mean, down here, everybody drives like 90 miles an hour. I thought I Atlanta know. traffic was bad. Yeah, that's just bad congestively. 90 is a 65 down here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nashville had terrible drivers. Like, that's man, I just don't, I don't even want to drive anymore. Traffic just gets so bad, it's all backed up. It's insane. We definitely need to do like a, uh, we need to do different segments too, like, we need to start doing some ghost stories on this bitch. Oh yeah, you, you like talking about that, uh, nice little creepy pasta we had going on earlier, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really interesting uh, because like a lot of people, like, I, it turns out a lot of people didn't know because like, even my, my mom knew. She's the one that told me about the curse of Geronimo. Damn. And, like, people are like, oh, oh, like, every time I leave Pensacola, I always feel like I want to come back. Like, when I went to North Dakota, I was like, I did it twice. Really? I went to South Carolina. I came back. I came back every time. This really? is the longest I've been out of that were city. Were you born? I was, I was born in Pensacola, yeah. Oh. Yep. Because I, when I told you, like, when you guys were living there, we were living in Alabama. Yeah. And then we moved back Damn. many times. See, I wasn't born there, so I don't know. Maybe that's why it's different for me. Maybe. Back to me. I mean, that could be a thing, too, because, like, my dad, he wasn't born there. He ended up moving. He's gone. Like, he's Arkansas, out of all places. Oh, man. Everyone else in my family, though, is born there, and they're still in the same general 30-mile 30, 30 radius. Yeah. Damn, that's the same they're way. They're stuck there. That's the same way with most people that I know that's, like, been, like, they live there, like, they don't move. And if they do move, they always move back. It seems like a lot of people are complacent because the rent's yeah. not too high. It's, it's, it's a simple town to live in. The traffic is, like, nothing. Yeah. You think, Every, like, five minutes is bad in that traffic, yeah. like. Everything's within arm's reach as long as you don't have, like, complicated needs, you know. Yeah, like, you know, you definitely still need a car. It's yeah. not that close together. It's yeah. not. It's a small town, but it's spread the fuck out. Yeah. But the people aren't. Yeah. Like people live in like the general 
you know populated areas it's a pain in the ass but like when you're trying to go to the beach or something it's really not that bad no no and the beach is actually pretty nice yeah i actually like the beach better up there than i do the one down here yeah i mean they're overcrowded down here and uh pretty dirty down here too what is this central florida yeah. No, I don't. I don't I, know. I dude. think this is Central Florida. Yeah, the Tampa Bay area, Central Florida. Yeah. We're uh, we're gonna give out Tampa Bay a shout out for all you listeners out there. <laughs> no, we're Florida men. We uh, we wrestle the Gators in our uh, private times. Oh yeah. Strangely enough, I never see alligators. Like they always want to say people are out. Dude, I hardly have ever seen alligators. Well, living down here i saw one dead on the street a week ago and that was kind of depressing but yeah i see snakes spiders roaches but oh yeah florida's like got the worst uh what would you say like stigma stigma yeah florida man i know Florida man is the craziest like right? thing everybody even the other countries know who florida man is right because you know my girl was living in texas for a minute and every time i go to visit over there Right? You know, during the whole COVID thing, I'm like, yeah, we're not wearing masks or anything. I'm like, damn, where you live at? I'm like, oh, I'm, I live in Florida. They're like, oh, yeah, y'all crazy out there. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They're like, Florida, man. That's like, that's like the, the for real thing. I, would, I wouldn't mind getting a lot of people on this show that have different, different backgrounds because yeah. you're, you're from North Carolina, right? Yep. So you're from there, but you don't remember a lot of North Carolina. No, I do. do I, you? I have Decent little childhood there. I remember the snow. We'll have to talk about what's yeah. up there because I've only been in Raleigh, but I was a kid. Oh, really? I was like five years old I when I went to Raleigh. I was a kid too. Oh. Actually, where I'm from is all over the news right now. Camp Lejeune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our, other, live... our other hosts will definitely be glad to talk about yeah. that one. If, if you're from here, you may be compensated, but apparently I didn't live there at that time. Yeah. I was born at the end of that infomercial, so I don't qualify for, uh... What about your dad? My dad? Yeah. How long was he there? Uh, no, he, he moved there. They, my parents lived in Okinawa, like, right before I was born. Mm. So, 93 was when they moved there, so they don't even qualify for it. Well, I mean, either way, it's not a bad thing, yeah. so. Yeah, like, because the whole time they were married, they stayed overseas. They never moved back to the States until I was going to be born. Because my dad wanted to be, like, in my life. Yeah. So he quit doing all the... Well, you can't hate him for that. Yeah. Never a bad thing. So he switched duty stations so he could, like, be around me more. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're definitely going to have to, like, we're going to have to get all the cards on the table. And like they're gonna have like the audience is definitely gonna have to get to know us personally one by yeah, one. True. We'll we'll just interview each other and let everybody feel like, oh yeah. they can they'll they'll get to know who we are yep. and then they'll see why we so, are the way we are. We'll, we'll like set something up so, you know, yeah. everybody can ask questions. Yeah, we'll bring Mutant on the next one. <laughs> and uh you guys will <laughs> love this guy. This guy is just a chatterbox oh, man he's got the energy loves to talk yeah get him a couple beers he'll yeah. never shut up he'll steal our spotlight and you guys are gonna hear stuff that like you just don't hear 
We'll, we'll cut out too many details. Yeah. They don't need to know every... Yeah. Every secret of the world. Yeah, exactly. Because well, what's fun? I have an imagination if, you know, you can't use it. Yeah, true. You know? Imagination. But uh, definitely the next episode's going to be more on the spooky side. Ooh, We're going to go yeah. into the realm of demons and ghosts. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you don't believe in all that stuff, that's totally fine. Because yeah. uh, most of us are skeptical anyway, but there's been some some happenings. Yeah. I want to get this off my chest so it doesn't give me <laughs> nightmares. But... I mean, that's something that we, like, we can definitely... We got some shit to talk about with that. There's too much stuff to talk it's about. interesting. Yeah, that's... Very interesting. We, we might as well just tell them ghost stories the whole time. Give them yep. something to listen to while they're at work or studying or something. Yep. Yeah. But it seems like that uh, that's all the time we got for for this one. But the next one, stay tuned because you're going to get some yep. goosebumps and chills up your spine. Oh, yeah. It's not really going to be that bad. It's just going to be more entertaining than anything. Yeah. Hopefully right. we can give you some goosebumps, though. Yeah. Let us know if you do. Yeah. We got more, we got more spooky tales to come. We just got to uh, make sure you guys actually see how everything plays out. Because we love you guys. Even though we don't know you, we love you. Yeah. But that's all the time we got for this one. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to start doing these. What's today's date? Today is the 6th. We're going to be doing once, once a week uploads, sometimes twice a week. It just depends because uh, Thirsty Panda over here is a fucking work machine. That's all he likes to do. But we'll definitely be doing our once a week uploads, yeah. and you guys will hear from us on a consistent basis. We will, we so. will make time once a week. We'll have to. We'll, we'll put that on there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna stay consistent with one day of the week. We will always have an episode of for you guys. Yeah, there'll be different stuff. You're not gonna hear us talk about some mundane shit. Like one day. Yeah. You'll hear some sporadic fucking activity from us. Yeah. Some you guys will enjoy because uh, this it's is not, the stuff I like to listen to as well. It's not going to be the daily, daily download that you get from your significant other. Like, oh, what'd you do today, honey? Oh, well, you know, I went to work and I stopped at Starbucks and I had a sandwich for lunch and I went to the gym and then I came back, did some laundry, watched some TV. No, nah, I took it's that sandwich. Like I that. smacked it out his fucking hand. <laughs> I said, I ain't paying for this. <laughs> It's my sandwich That's now. That's my sandwich. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. You wanted money? Nah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next one. I'm Donnie Thaw. I'm Thirsty Panda. Have a good one. Safe one. Weekend, day, whatever you guys are doing. Oh, Don't yeah. work too hard out there. Your boss yep. might not give a shit. All right. Later.